St. Mary Magdalene, um, there's so much, uh, well, it was about 15 years ago or whatever, uh, there was a particular movie in a, uh, based on a book that was coming out. Um, the movie was coming out uh, based on a book. Uh, the book was, of course, by Dan Brown, uh, a pulp fictionist at the at the uh, highest level. Uh, it's just it just sold books. That's, <laughs> he created this this world in which Mary Magdalene was God and, and Jesus was was just kind of a nothing. Whom, and and uh, somehow the uh, the early church was able to convince the rulers to to squash the this goddess worship and on and on. It was just horrible stuff. But one of the points that he makes is that the church, uh, at one point, uh, one of the popes said that Mary Magdalene was the woman who had been caught in prostitution and that Jesus had rehabilitated. How horrible that was. And my immediate thought was, well, we don't have any proof that she wasn't. We, we know that she, uh, from elsewhere in the gospel, she was a woman who had been afflicted by seven spirits, that Jesus had healed her of, of uh, the, this demonic uh, manifestation and, and um, infestation, that Jesus had healed her. And then I thought, too, well, even if she had been the worst of the worst, even if she had been a murderer herself, ultimately, all that does is highlight what Christ can do. In, in our own day, not too long ago, there was a, a Satanist who converted to the, the Catholic faith and reminds us that, that there, no one is too far from the mercy of God. So if Mary Magdalene was this prostitute, I don't think she was. I think it's unfortunate maybe that, that it was there, but it's not the worst thing in the world because it's not where she began, but rather where she ended. She didn't end in prostitution. She ended in profound grace. And she, as we hear in today's gospel passage, became an apostle to the apostles. Go tell my disciples. Go tell my disciples. Actually, go tell my brothers. I'm going to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Now, it's kind of wordy. Why doesn't he say I'm going to our God or, or... well, he, Jesus has a different relationship to God the Father than we do. So he has to say Father because it's a different relationship. He is the only begotten Son of the Father. And yet, because of a relationship with Jesus Christ, we become sons and daughters of God. And because he is our God, he leads us into a relationship with God the Father. Mary Magdalene was trusted with that message. And in the first century, Judaism, actually, until fairly recently, uh, a woman's testimony was not accepted in Judaism. This is terrible, but it was true. A woman's testimony was not, yet Christ revealed himself to her as the first one to the message. Now, St. John Paul II had a pious thought that Christ maybe appeared to his mother first, but he didn't task his mother with going to the apostles. He tasked Mary Magdalene. And for the rest of Mary Magdalene's life, not only did she go to the disciples that day and to report all that she had seen, but she spent the rest of her life longing, as we hear in that psalm and in our first reading, 
continuing to look for the Lord, knowing that she had found him in the resurrection, but continuing to look for him and to help others come to a deeper faith. If she was a prostitute, again, I'm not saying she was, but if she was, isn't it more beautiful where she ended? And that's a hope for each one of us. Now, we're not murderers. We're not uh, caught in the grips of major, major sin, I hope anyway. But if the Lord can do that for even a prostitute, if she was, what can he do with us? We have profound hope, don't we?